Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. This is the Eagle Hour with Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. Happy Wednesday to you, Golden Eagle fans. Listen across the state of Mississippi on the Super Talk Mississippi Network. It's the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson and Dalton Stanford bringing you this episode today from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, beautiful downtown Laurel. Bob, really busy this week, so we are uh, picking up uh, his place normally. He'll be back uh, a little later, but uh, we're happy to have a great show for you today. Uh, ben Wimpigler from the Southern Miss Ticket Office on a little later to talk uh, some Southern Miss softball this weekend as Marshall comes to town. Megan Brown, the lone senior on the Lady Eagle basketball team, going to join us. In the second segment, we're going to talk a little baseball here in the first segment. First segment brought to us every day by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Dickey's is a proud supporter of Southern Miss Athletics. You can enjoy Dickey's fall-off-the-bone ribs, smoked brisket, and other great meats smoked every day in-house. Dickey's caters to any event, small or large, and come see the home team next to Turtle Creek Mall in Hattiesburg. Dickey's, smoked here, love everywhere, and we appreciate their support of the Eagle Hour. Well, Golden Eagles were down in uh, Metairie last night to play some baseball. Baseball against Nickel State. They defeat Nickel State five to nothing. Get their sixteenth win on the year. Improved to sixteen and six overall. Bryant Bowen and Hunter Slater both lead the way with two RBIs. And Eagles going to continue that road trip now on the road, headed out uh, into the heart of Texas, down to uh, San Antonio to take on the U2SA Roadrunners for a three-game conference series uh, starting this Friday and continuing Saturday and Sunday. And we are very privileged. A lot of times we don't uh, have the honor of, of having uh, a head coach on, but uh, Jason Marshall is in his seventh season as uh, the head baseball coach for UTSA, and he joins us now. Coach, thank you so much for coming on today. Hey, thanks for having me. Good to be here. Oh, uh, you guys were in a, a barn burner with Missouri last night, um, and and congrats. Also, you kind of do always do the conference a favor. Anytime anybody beats Rice in a series, uh, it was a good weekend uh, for the Roadrunners. Yeah, no, uh, we had a good week last week. Won three out of four. Won at Houston Baptist, and then won a couple of games at Rice, and went into Sunday with a chance to sweep and. Yeah, you, you hope to take advantage of those opportunities to sweep when you have them. Uh, you know, and they don't come along uh, very often for, for a lot of teams in the league, but when you do, man, you want to take advantage of them. But, uh, yeah, beating Rice, uh, that was the first time we had won a series from Rice uh, since I've been the head coach or we've been in Conference USA. Um, so, so, no, that was, that was a good weekend for us. Um, yeah, and last night was, was a crazy game, maybe one of the ugliest, uh, games I've I've witnessed as a head coach. I, you just looked at it on paper, and between the walks, the hit batters, the wild pitches, and and on from both sides, it was both teams. And uh, we ended up playing over five hours. Uh, you know, went into the twelfth inning, and 
really had uh, had our chances to win, and we squandered it in the ninth inning. Uh, had a three-run lead after getting a two-run home run in the eighth to put us up three and uh, get down to the last strike on three different hitters and, and don't close the deal out and then go to extra innings and then have really have an umpire call in the 12th. Uh, we, we actually stormed the field thinking we had won the game, and then we don't win the game. The game keeps going, and we end wow. up losing. And some of that's been uh, a little bit of the story of our season, uh, the inconsistencies you see in our record. Uh, you, you know, um, we, we, we've, we've kind of fluctuated in our performance, some of that on injuries, some of that, you know, just uh, having guys in roles that, that, that maybe they're being asked to do more than they have been before. Um, so, you know, we just hope to continue to get better this weekend. It'll be a tough matchup. Southern Miss always is. I got ultra respect for Coach Barry, their staff, their players, the program. Uh, coming to Hattiesburg, uh, the best fans in Conference USA. Uh, so certainly a tip of the cap from Coach Marshall and UTSA uh, towards Southern Miss baseball. But it's always fun playing them, so we're excited about it. You talk about your team. Uh, you talk about you know they've they've been really impressive in spots. I know people unfamiliar with you, coach. You had you're you're a Texas guy. Uh, you you went to A and M uh, and you were the MVP there and you played with the Royals uh, and and then uh, but you've been at, at UTSA for a long time. This is a part of your DNA. You've been since '01. I know I know it was pretty good for you earlier in the year as a former Aggie when your guys beat Texas uh, and, and that right. really shows right. what your team's capable of. Yeah, uh, no, it's been a it's been a blessing. This is year 19 for me at UTSA and seventh as head coach. And uh, you know the program started in 1992, so I've I've coached or recruited about 65 to 70 percent of the kids that have played here. Uh, and so yeah, you know big wins like uh, Texas on the road. I mean that's huge for our program. Uh, you know, and our our program's a work in progress. We we don't have all the bells and whistles that we probably would need to compete at the highest level uh certainly there's great disparity within conference usa from top to bottom when you look at salaries facilities and all the different things that you know help you uh have success uh and so you know you're fighting tooth and nail uh every weekend uh certainly take pride you hope that your team plays with a chip on its shoulder and that's the way your program goes out and competes on a daily basis and that's that's all that you can ask for. And, and yes, you have seen glimpses. You look at it on our schedule and we've played some good teams. Uh, we've won some good games, but yet we've been very inconsistent. And, uh, some of that are some limitations in some areas and, and we're just working hard to, uh, you know, just reduce those limitations and be as efficient as we can over the course of a weekend or throughout a ball game. And, and so uh, there's definite strengths on this roster, and, and you hope that those strengths get hot at the right time and we make plays and do all the things you need to do to win baseball games. And, man, that's what we're working hard to do right now. We're talking to uh, Jason Marshall, the uh, head baseball coach for UTSA. His Golden Eagle, or our Golden Eagles take on his Roadrunners this weekend. Coach, let's talk about some of your players. Uh, the first yeah. name that really jumps out to me, Dylan Rock, a sophomore for you, batting right under 400. Uh, he's a kid yeah. that's really emerged as a strength of your offense this year. You know what? He, yeah, he was an all-conference USA freshman team guy last year, and we certainly have high hopes for Dylan. You know, he carried a 24-game hitting streak into last night, and unfortunately, I felt like the I felt like the good Lord was watching over us because we kept playing, and he kept getting another at bat and another at bat. He went 0 for six, unfortunately, and 
Uh, gosh, but he's been off to a great start, and actually heading into last night was the leading hitter in our league uh, from a batting average standpoint. And uh, He's just a very physical kid, uh, has a lot of the tool set that projects to the next level. Um, yeah, so he's off to a great start, and, and we felt coming into the year that we have some offensive pieces that if they're all healthy and in there together, we got a great chance to, to, to score some runs and uh, we've hit our snags, man. We haven't really played with the full deck this entire year, whether it be pitching, offense. We, we've had important guys out at different times, uh, but Dylan's been there the entire time and has been a stalwart in the lineup and certainly someone in the middle that, that is a presence. And so we're, we're thankful to have him on our roster for sure. Brian Arias is another guy. He's a preseason all-conference USA. We, we were playing Old Dominion last weekend, Coach, and, and uh, Vinny Pasquantino, he's a name that's like with Arias. You feel like those guys have been playing. It's kind of like Hunter Slater for Southern Miss. You see Arias' right. name, you're like, man, that dude hasn't graduated yet. He's been playing like for nine years for UTSA. Yeah, yeah, and that's the scary part. You know, you roll week to week, and you just see the veteran players that are on rosters, and you know they've got savvy and – you know, they're not going to get uh, flustered throughout the course of the game. They just handle things so much better. And Brian's right there. I mean, he's a veteran player. He's always been an offensive guy. Um, you know, he uh, has been our offensive MVP each of his years, his three seasons at UTSA. And, you know, when you look at the – not that I'm huge into the metric side of things or the, the technology pieces, but when you look at exit velocity and all those things that kids look at nowadays – Brian is off the chart in those areas. It's a different batting practice. It's a different sound off the bat. All those things that you know and that you guys probably come, you know, that you see a lot at Southern Miss. You got you got hitters that can do those things. But uh, Brian's going to go down in the annals of UTSA uh, as far as record books and, and the baseball record books as being one of the great players in the history of our program. So, you know, uh, much like Dylan Rock, uh, those two guys hit back to back in our, in the middle of our lineup, and and hopefully if those guys are going, typically we got a chance to win. About thirty seconds left, Coach. Looks like your rotation. You've you've thrown a lot of guys. You got two main starters, but have you been taking kind of a Sunday approach to kind of Johnny Holstaff it? Well, we lost a, we lost a weekend starter. Palmer Wenzel uh, was off to a two and zero start, and that's really. Uh, the reason for Johnny Holstaff on Sundays. But Karan Patel will be Friday. He's been on Friday all year. He's had three or four quality starts here in the last three or four ball games. And Slater Faust is a transfer uh, that, that is throwing our middle game, and he's, he's done fantastic as well. But, yeah, sun, Sundays have been a, a quilt. You know, you hope you patch it together, and it's a pretty one and not an ugly one. And, and uh, you know, sometimes you don't know what you're going to get, but a lot of emphasis falls on that bullpen. And we, you know, for us to achieve and get to a conference tournament, play for any any type of thing at the end of the season, we're going to have to get more and more out of that those back end guys. Coach, we appreciate your time. Golden Eagles, looking forward uh, to taking on your Roadrunners this weekend. Thanks for spending time with us today. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. That's head coach Jason Marshall, the UTSA Roadrunners. We will. Talk a little women's basketball and give a tribute to Megan Brown, senior basketball player for the Lady Eagles. That's up next on the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top. 
want to thank UTSA head baseball coach Jason Marshall for joining us in that first segment. Golden Eagles on the road headed to San Antonio for a 6 p.m. matchup on Friday, 2 o'clock on Saturday, and 1 p.m. on Sunday. They defeated Nickel State last night 5 to nothing. In case you missed that one, Golden Eagles improved to 16-6 and on the year. Second segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. Campus Bookmark carries the biggest selection of Southern Miss merchandise in the state. Clothing, household items, car accessories, tailgating supplies, anything you need to cheer on the black and gold. Be sure to visit them on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. It's across the street from uh, the USM campus, or, of course, you can always shop online at campusbookmark.net. Well, the Lady Eagle basketball uh, team's season came to a close Monday night, and in doing so, uh, as Coach Joy Lee McNellis told us yesterday, one of the best players um, in the uh, in the history of uh, Lady Eagle basketball, her career also came to a close. And uh, we're not going to be sad about it today. We're going to celebrate the uh, the career of our next guest, and it's Megan Brown. And uh, Megan joins us now. Megan, thank you so much for coming on the Eagle Hour today. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm going to read you some stats, and I want you to attempt uh, to put this in perspective of what this means for you. 1,030 points, 463 rebounds, 218 assists, 132 games played, 98 games start, and a 96-game streak of consecutive starts. That are your numbers for your career as a Golden Eagle, Megan. It's pretty mind-blowing. Yeah, it sounds unreal when said that way to me to be honest <laughs> <laughs> so redshirt senior yeah a part of 95 wins in five years what is your immediate uh you know just reaction to looking back at the last five years of your life as a lady eagle wow yeah my immediate reaction to that was you just said is did i really do that and I think I would have to say, no, I didn't do that by myself. <laughs> it's nothing yeah. it is nothing short of the grace of God and God fueling me um, to be able to accomplish something like that. And, man, it's it's pretty incredible. I guess the last two days just I've spent doing a lot of reflecting and, and seeing just amazing things that we've done as a team and in my time here. It all started uh, five years ago. You grew up in Slidell, uh, Louisiana, and and how, what was the, your journey of getting to Southern Miss? I mean, was that something early in your high school career? You wanted to come to Hattiesburg. Did, did the Eagles pop in late? Tell us about how you got to Hattiesburg. Yeah, so I I met Coach Benellis when I was like really young, but not this is before I really knew I wanted to play college basketball. I met her at some basketball camp. I was that crazy little energetic kid that wanted to show everyone how many push-ups I can do. I'm really not sure why I was there. I don't think I was old enough to be at the camp, but I was just there. I remember seeing her that day. Um, And then, you know, high school comes around, and I finally make the decision, okay, you can play this game, you know, at at a high level. So let's try to do that. And Coach Manelis is one of the very – coaches that recruited me really early. Um, I committed to USM after my sophomore year, so very early in the recruiting process. I knew what family felt like because I'm around the big family. That's my life. And uh, and Hattiesburg felt like family to me. USM and Coach Vanellis felt like family to me, you know. So that was an easy decision. 
at that point in time. Well, I said it, was, it wasn't easy as a high schooler, but I'm glad I made that decision, I should say. We are, too. Uh, Coach McNellis, we had her on yesterday, and you bring up that word family. She just, uh, as much as she bragged on you yesterday, I think we talked about you like five uh, or six out of the uh, eight, nine minutes we had Coach on yesterday. But 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 it was it was all good, okay? But when that yeah. word family comes up, as much as she bragged on you, she bragged on your parents, Megan, about what oh, type of uh, lady that they had, uh, you know, that you had been developed by them. Yeah. One, I want to say something about Coach McNellis. I'm going to take a minute to brag on her, too, because I can remember the day that I committed in my head with him. I came and watched their game, and she came up after the game and gave me a hug. And I remember thinking after that, I was like, man, she hugs like a mama. And I was like, this is where I'm going. And, you know, she, Coach McNellis still hugs me that way, just like a mama. Um, but, yeah, about my parents, they are incredible. Diane and Tony Brown, I don't know how they did it, I don't know how they figured it out, but they are incredible humans, and I think they did a pretty good job. They just so much support. You know, I grew up loved, just so loved and knowing that, and I didn't have to question it. And my mom said every game, she's my biggest fan. My dad's rooting, you know, rooting. He sent me a text today with some emoji. I'm like, that's the first time you've sent an emoji that's years. So it's so <laughs> funny. They're so funny. We know this about Coach McNellis. She not only hugs like a mama, she can yell like a mama, too, can't she? Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Her and my mom have that in common. <laughs> so we look at you came in uh, in, in 2014 for the 2014-2015 season, and, and you played right off. You played in 36 games. That was a, a year that your team, as a freshman, won 25 games, went to the fourth round of the NIT. You just basically got baptized into big-time college basketball your freshman year. Yes, indeed, I did. That was such a great year. Man, I look back on that year, and I always talk about it like all the other people around me. They had no clue. But it was such an amazing year. I'm like, this is what college sports is like. We're going to baptize. Actually, four of my teammates got baptized that year. So no pun intended with <laughs> wow. that. But literally, we got baptized. Um, and I think that's honestly a good explanation of why that year was so special to me personally. Um, but, yeah, that was an incredible run, Like. I've never seen so many people in Reed Green, you know, and that was incredible to be able to say I was a part a part of that, especially as a freshman that didn't really know what to expect of the whole college process. How did you get through that, that sophomore year? Because you had such a good freshman year, and then you look up and, you know, you, you got knee issues and you didn't get to play in 15 and 16. Well, you know, for me, you know, it was a good freshman year, but it wasn't what I wanted either. You know, I had – I wanted to play. I wanted to start, you know, and I think every freshman comes in with that mentality, and it was really disappointing. And also I played a lot of that year playing through the injury um, of what I had um, and wound up having surgery in the summer. And so that sophomore year with the injury was really a blessing um, to me because I got to one sit still for a second and let myself recover, but also got to find out some things about myself that, you know, that I like outside of basketball, just because when you're in college athletics, it is full-time commitment. You know, it's full go nearly year-round. Year and so I started picking up the guitar, actually, when I got when I couldn't move around oh, wow. for three months and uh, still learning how to do that. But, yeah. So just it was really a blessing. I got to sit still and just learn some new things and see it from a different perspective. I really that year got to see how much work my coaches put in because I wasn't on the court. I was like, wow. They do a lot, a lot more than I thought that they did, you know, at that point. So it was a big year of maturing for sure.
And it showed because uh, really you were the staple, and in, in a lot of ways uh, the team centered around you. You know your last, uh, the last three years that you've played, and and you know to to think of Southern Miss basketball the last three years, you're one of the names and faces that's come to it. Coach McNellis talked about yesterday about she's never had a player that stays after practice every day and shoots a hundred extra shots, but more than anything, Megan, she she talked about uh, your leadership, how. People would come to you, talk to you, you know, you would help them through life problems. And I did, I, this is kind of an unfair question to ask, but I asked Coach McNellis, I said, you gonna miss her talent or her leadership? And she was like, both. <laughs> but Megan, that, yeah. that's, that's the kind of impact you had on the team. Yeah, well, that's, that's pretty cool. I can tell you, it was a growing process for me. You know, I came in and Coach would tell you the same that I was, I wouldn't say I was afraid. I was just more nerved. I didn't want to say too much. Um, she would say I was shy and didn't want to talk. And she still, even to the last game, challenges me to talk more. Um, but it was a growing process for me to see uh, really that, you know, I genuinely just love people. I care about people, and I think God gave me that. And um, it was easy to be available for my teammates and vice versa. You know, that's what family does. So I think sometimes it gets looked at as some something big and, and special but it's just family and I, and I bought into that and, and I had people pouring into me as well I grew, grew up under some really amazing leaders and, and obviously my family support and so it was easy for me to kind of be that person for other people as well what would you say to Golden Eagle fans uh, right now they're listening if you could say a final word uh, to them um, as your senior year concludes what would you say to Golden Eagle Nation oh there's so many things I could say, um, but I think I would stick with the word family. There's people that ha- I haven't ever had a long conversation with um, and maybe don't know me personally, but they know me as a player on the court. And I would even say that those people, their support for me and for our program, um, I would consider them family um, because of that, because of just the love and, and the encouragement they've given us through this process. Uh, because it hasn't been easy. There's a lot of hard days in college sports and just in life in general. And so I would just want to say the biggest thank you um, to my extended family of Hattiesburg. This place is my home. It feels more home, honestly. I hope none of my Swadell folks get offended. But it feels more home than home (laughs) sometimes, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, Megan, uh, we salute you, and we thank you for everything that you've done, being a Golden Eagle, representing the school so well on the court and off the court. Uh, and best wishes to you as this uh, as your as your life moves on, a new chapter begins. Thanks for everything you've done. Thank you so much. It's Megan Brown. Lady Eagle, senior, one of the greatest to ever put on the black and gold. We'll be back talk a little softball right after this on the Eagle Hour. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Big thanks to Megan Brown for coming on. And again, we salute her career as a Southern Miss Lady Eagle. Concluded Monday night in that second round loss uh, in the WBI. But really appreciate her and anybody out there uh, that that heard that last interview. Um, 
you just can see the love that she has for the school and how Hattiesburg is her home now. In case you missed it, you can always access every episode of the Eagle Hour on supertalk.fm, or you can go on to uh, iTunes. Dalton, Dalton tell, tell us again, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. What, what are the other platforms that people can listen to the show on? Well, one of the other big ones is uh, Spotify, among the other ones. And uh, you said iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, and Spotify are the main ones. Wow. So if you missed that and you had something, uh, you'd be want to go back and, and be sure to listen to that that interview with Megan Brown. Just a special young lady and so much leadership, so much talent. We will sure miss her um, in the years to come. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us today by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, just under the shadow of the rock. A great place, great lunch. Just looking on uh, their their page today. What you could have got today, what you have missed out on, country fried steak, uh, fried chicken, cheesy taters, black-eyed peas, and toast. They have great lunches, and go check them out. And be sure to uh, just be sure to check out that 1987 NIT poster, my favorite piece of memorabilia in the whole shop. Well, joining us now, Ben Winpigler, who is an account executive of ticket sales at the Pat Ferlisi uh, ticket office at the University of Southern Mississippi, here to talk some promotions and Ben, man, I, I know you've been enjoying this. You and I go way back, and and man, I know you're thrilled um, in this job that you've had just under a year uh, working for the ticket office, getting to work for Southern Miss. Been pretty cool, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, Luke. Y'all, thanks for having me on. First of all, yeah, I, I really have enjoyed my time here. You know, I, I, as you know, I've grown up a Southern Miss fan, so you know, I believe black and gold. So I love what I do. Love getting to you know, sell the university that I love and the athletic program that I love. So it's been a great time here. Anybody that that doesn't uh, know Ben, uh, just a quick funny story. I, I officiated his wedding back in uh, November of seventeen, and we were playing uh, a Charlotte that day. And and I don't we were playing in Hattiesburg. So Ben, you know that's you and and uh, Shelby's fault for for doing the wedding during the Southern Miss game. But one thing Ben wanted me to do, y'all. Ben wanted uh, me to update him. So before he gives his vows to his wife, I let everybody know what the Southern Miss score was, and he got really excited. But you were you were only excited. You were more excited about getting married that day, right, Ben? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll go with that part. Yeah, I, I kind of figured you were going to tell that story. <laughs> All right, you're on today. Uh, big weekend for softball, entertaining Marshall. Uh, they come off that series win um, out at, at UTEP, and and tell us you got several promotions going on this weekend for softball. Tell us about them. Yeah, so it's it's a big weekend. We're taking on Marshall, you know, one of our conference rivals. Coach Hogue has the girls playing fantastic these past few games. Uh, Tata Davis actually had two grand slams in the last series, so she's doing really well, and you know, the team's excited uh, and playing well. But we do have some great uh, promotions going on. One of the big ones that I like, would like to mention, Luke, is uh, actually a fundraiser that we're doing with Southern Pines Animal Shelter here in Hattiesburg. Um, so they've kind of teamed up with us in these past uh, probably about a month now. We've been working on the fundraiser for them. So basically the way it works is for every $4 ticket that you purchase, Southern Pines will receive $2. So pretty simple uh, way to, you know, get money to them. They're a great organization that uh, just needs a little help sometimes. So we try to help them out as best we can. And uh, you can get those tickets at southernpineanimalshelters.org. You can also look uh, access them through any of their social media pages. So. 
Now, I know uh, Southern Pines, uh, they actually, we're talking about Megan Brown last uh, segment, and I think the Lady Eagles had come off like a two-game losing streak, and I think Southern Pines brought over some puppies and kind of cheered up the basketball team, and I think we won like the next two or three games in a row. And so, you know, it's a great partnership. Uh, They do great work over there. A lot of people have found, uh, man, they're forever a dog, they're forever cat, uh, and and have really brought a lot of joy into into people's lives. So people uh, need to buy these tickets. They're $4, and when they do it, the university splits half of that um, with Southern Pines. Also, pretty special, got a little Disney Day going on. Um, Well, tell us about Disney Day costume contest. Yeah, so for any big Disney fans out there, it can be, uh, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a kid. If an adult wants to dress up in a Disney costume, they're more than welcome to as well. Um, So that Saturday, we actually have two games, one at 1 o'clock and one at 3 o'clock. And for both of those games, we'll be having two separate costume contests. So for the best Disney care, you know, costume that comes out, they'll receive a special prize pack from our uh, marketing group here. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a fun time. I believe the, all of the girls are going to have special Disney walk-up themes. So it's going to be kind of a, a Disney-themed day where you know, it's going to be fun. You get to dress up as uh, your favorite Disney character um, and, you know, maybe win a prize. You never know. I'm trying to think what my walk-up song would be. Maybe uh, uh, something from The Lion King, like Hakuna oh, Matata. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be really fun to see what Samantha Papp's walk-up song would be. <laughs> so, so that's uh, that's on Saturday. I know you got another promotion for Sunday, a real incentive for people to come watch softball. Yeah, yeah. So we do Sunday is actually our Super Saving Sunday. Um, so we're trying to get as many people out for a Sunday afternoon game as we can. Um, that game actually begins at 12 o'clock um, noon. noon. Yeah. yeah, at noon. So for that day, all general admission tickets are only going to be $2. So you get to come watch a fantastic softball team, uh, great atmosphere, you know, just a great overall time for only $2. I mean, I don't, I don't know of any uh, better bargain in Hattiesburg, Luke. So, yeah, so we've got an opportunity to sponsor um, Southern uh, Pines Animal Shelter uh, with a $4 ticket. Uh, got an opportunity for you to uh, – I wonder if somebody, you know, some little girl's going to dress up like Ariel. Uh, oh, should be okay. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, get to experience a doubleheader and then a $2 ticket on Sunday. On Sunday. Uh, there's been a great response this year. I know you guys uh, in the ticket office, you sold a record number of season yes, tickets for softball this year. Yes, sir, we did. We actually broke the record this year. You know, uh, you know, a lot of the reason is because of Coach Hogue and, and what they have done in the past. You know, the support that people have for Coach Hogue and the girls is just uh, kind of amazing. But, you know, our ticket office staff and marketing staff and everybody, they have done a fantastic job pushing this team. You know, we've got some great girls and great players, and we are honored to uh, break that record this year, and hopefully next year we'll just – Break it again. So we'll just continue that trend of breaking that record. So it's so important, you know, guys like you and and we we've talked to Brad Smith before on this show, the senior AD for external affairs. He's a Southern Miss guy. Uh, you you guys are are now uh, a lot of people thinking outside the box, um, thinking about you know how to generate excitement, and just like just like us uh, on this show, we 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 just don't want to talk about um, you know the big three: football, baseball, and basketball. All these sports, we have an excellent track program. Oh yeah, we, our, our golf and tennis are are doing well. So 
soccer, uh, you know, did had a had a historic season. Uh, how important is it for for people to understand um, out there, Ben, um, that you know every student athlete is important. Every student athlete, every Golden Eagle um, at Southern Miss needs our full support. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, we definitely want to give credit to our, our big three sports, football, baseball, and basketball. Um, obviously, they do so much for our university. But uh, like you said, it's, it's not just them, you know. Um, like you said, we have our softball program. Soccer had a historic season. Um, track and field, we, you know, we've pumped out some, some fantastic athletes. Actually, the fastest woman in the world came from Southern Miss. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really important, and, and that's why we, we try to push, like, not only the big uh, big three sports, but the smaller ones as well, because every student athlete here, they're they're working hard at their craft. They, they work just as hard as the football players. They work just as hard as the baseball players. Um, you know, they're out here trying to make the best of their career that they can. So we try to support every sport, um, you know, get them out. We also have volleyball, you know, that's um, – not quite as big, but we have an excellent volleyball program, beach volleyball. It's having a historic um, first season this year. I believe they've uh, actually won more games in their initial year than any other uh, Division One program in history, uh, if I'm stating that correctly. So they're doing fantastic. Um, you know, so we we try to get everybody out, support every every program that we can, because you know. Without the uh, softball team, we couldn't be able to do what we do at, at any other sport or at football. You know, they're just as important as you know the football team and the baseball team. So, about thirty seconds left. Just recap for us in case somebody's just tuning in. Recap for us of the promotions this weekend for softball against Marshall. Yeah, so on Saturday, we have two games at one and three. You have an opportunity to buy through Southern Pines, where it's a $4 ticket. We get $2, they get $2, so very good fundraiser. You can find that at southernpinesanimalshelter.org. Um, also on Saturday, we have a Disney day where you dress up as a Disney character. You could possibly win a prize pack in the costume contest for both of those games. And $2 tickets on Sunday for Super Saving Sunday. So join us out for a great weekend at the softball complex. It's going to be a great weekend of softball as Coach Hogan or Lady Eagles take on the Marshall Thundering Herd. Ben, thanks for all you do, man. Thanks for stopping by today on the Eagle Hour. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Luke. Have a good one. Ben Wimpegler from the Pat Ferlisi Ticket Office on the campus of Southern Miss. Be sure to reach out and let's watch uh, some softball this weekend and cheer the Eagles on to a conference series victory. Dalton and I will wrap it up on the Eagle Hour right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Carter's Jewelry, located on Evelyn Gandy Boulevard in Petal, Mississippi. Or online at cartersjewelry.com. Always be sure to check out their Facebook and Instagram pages. Carter's carries beautiful jewelry for every price range and now offers SMTTT jewelry. From watches to diamonds and custom-made jewelry, Carter's is a must-stop for every Golden Eagle fan, and we appreciate their sponsorship of the Eagle 
hour. Luke Johnson and Dalton Stanford from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg in beautiful downtown Laurel. Tomorrow, Kelly will be talking to Chris uh, Inman, former golfer, and then, of course, it's uh, Thursday. Tomorrow will be Thursday and be talking to Patrick McGee. Patrick McGee on Twitter tweets out that Southern Miss now 39 in the RPI rankings. He's got access to info I don't. I went to the NCAA page a little earlier and tried to uh, pull that up. Uh, it wasn't showing up, the updated rankings, but Southern Miss now, and, and you think about it, before the Louisiana Tech uh, series, Southern Miss was around 180. So uh, in just about two weeks, Eagles have moved up 141 spots. Now sit at 39, which really, really, really now puts them in a position where uh, they, they wouldn't be an, an outside looking in. Um, and so hopefully Golden Eagles can continue um, to uh, just to win, as they did last night. Just to recap a little bit, last night at, at, in Metairie at Zephyr Field or Baby Cake Field or the Shrine on the Airline, whatever you want to call it, great, great stadium. I used to uh, be uh, the chaplain for the Zephyrs down there and it was just a great park to to watch baseball but eagles uh put up three or put up two in the third one in the fourth and then two more in the in the top of the eighth defeat nickel state by a score of five to nothing seven hits for the eagles importantly no errors Uh, eagles do leave four on on base which but is is way down from what they've they've been doing hunter slater uh, goes uh, two for three uh has or uh, i'm sorry one for three with two rbis Bryant Bowen goes uh, two for four with two RBIs, and uh, really Slater batting right at four hundred now, just having a, a monster season. Uh, Bowen has has really shown well uh, batting. Uh, he, he caught last night, but he's been DHing some. Pitching wise, it was good to see Jarrett Wright go uh, four innings. Uh, only gave up two hits and in, in four innings. Uh, walked uh, one, struck out four, and then Tweedy Ginn, Carroll. And J.C. Keys all came in and, and got some work in the middle. Sean Tweedy has has just been really good. Uh, it's good to see J.C. Uh, pitch two innings, uh, gave up one hit, but no runs, struck out three. So, so Golden Eagles uh, combined last night pitch a, a shutout uh, against Nickel State, and, and it was interesting last night. Walner was slid down to uh, the number six spot. I think uh, they're just trying to trying to get him going a little bit. He, he went zero for four last night, but. What they did was they, they went Montenegro, Gidry, Slater, Blaylock, Bowen, Walner, Horde, Lynch, uh, and McGillis. So it was really interesting last night. You were able to get Blaylock, Walner, Horde, and Slater in, in the same lineup because Bowen was replacing Donaldson. Uh, and I think that's going to be key going down the stretch is for uh, Kaye and Coach Barry to adjust this lineup where they can have those four big bats. And I'm telling you all, Blaylock and, and Horde uh, could bat three and four in, in anybody's lineup on any given day. and So the very fact that you add that, and be interesting to see how Walner responds. This typically about a month, uh, five or six weeks into the season is usually when he starts uh, starts going. But when you look at these statistics right now, Slater leading the team at 400, Montenegro at 356, and then everybody else is, is below 300. Gidry batting 276. Uh, Blaylock batting 262. Walner now at, at 253. Uh, but you, you gotta expect, uh, you know, him to improve. Danny Lynch has improved his, uh, his batting average about 50 points. He's at, he's at 243 now. So, uh, a, a great opportunity this weekend. You, you heard if you miss 
first segment we talked to UTSA head baseball coach Jason Marshall and talking about how they've been uh, just a little injured, but they got some some really, really good players offensively. Arius is back as a senior preseason in the all-conference, and you look at uh, this sophomore they got uh, who's playing in the outfield batting like 394. Be an opportunity for the Eagles uh, to, to win on the road. This was a UTSA team. Rice is having a, a, a tough time, but UTSA went, went into Houston and took two or three out of Rice. They beat Texas on the road earlier in the season. And so uh, be a good test for the Eagles. Uh, I, would, I would assume uh, they, they get down there uh, today and uh, do a little workout tomorrow and, and then get ready for the series. And, and that series will be, let me pull it up for you. I'm actually looking at softball now. I need to look at baseball. Yeah, 6 p.m. on Friday, 2 p.m. on Saturday, 1 p.m. on Sunday. Dalton, you're a college student, uh, but it's a beautiful day outside. What's your afternoon plans today? Well, after I get off work, i got to go get me a couple things from Walmart, and i got to go back to Cary and finish some things, and i got to go help Kelly Santer with uh, some stuff tonight at, uh, at Buffalo Wild Wings. So. Got a full evening. We'll remember you in our thoughts and prayers. Getting to hang out with Kelly John Center. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, been a good show today, and I hope you have enjoyed it as well. If you miss anything, be sure to check us out on demand. Uh, go to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and, and all those other platforms that we're on. Kelly uh, will be back tomorrow talking to Patrick McGee and uh, Chris Inman. So thanks for listening today. We'll catch you tomorrow, same time. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.